Thank you for listening to the Mutual Audio Network. Please don't turn that dial. The following audio drama is rated PG 13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Welcome, friend. Have a seat by the fire. Make yourself comfortable. Yet across the gulf of space, minds that are to our minds, as ours are to those of the beast that perish, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded this earth with envious eyes, and slowly and surely drew their plans against us. You're listening to Campfire Radio Theater. Tonight, a special trick and treat. A retelling of the H.G. Wells classic tale of alien invasion. And perhaps a bit of a wink and a nod to another Wells, whose own recreation some 75 years ago terrified many an impressionable soul. Our play is called The War of the Worlds. Officials from NASA and the European Space Agency have confirmed that at approximately 10 a.m. London time, an object, reportedly an asteroid, entered Earth's atmosphere at hypersonic speeds, resulting in a shockwave causing widespread damage throughout a 900 square kilometer region. An impact crater has been identified in neighboring Bedford. Local authorities have the vicinity and are investigating what appears to be an intact space rock nearly 80 feet in diameter, located just outside the Baltimore city limits. Concerns over radiation as well as fires sparked by the impact have forced an evacuation of the yeah, uh, A thick black smoke is rising over northeast Philadelphia as night falls, and, and the fires burning can be seen as far as Atlantic City. The destruction caused by these meteorites entering the atmosphere at such mind numbing speeds has been catastrophic. And the resulting shockwave has, in most cases, been more brutal than the actual impact. And yesterday, what was thought by some astronomers to be a large meteor shower has transformed into an international crisis. There are now worldwide reports of meteorite impacts as well as wide scale power outages and global infrastructure damage. While thousands of injuries have been reported from Russia and India, it appears that no corner of the globe has gone unaffected by this phenomenon. The president is expected to hold a news conference this afternoon to address the public concern over these events. This is Baltimore Eyewitness News 4 covering the latest events in what is really just an unparalleled crisis, certainly unlike anything I've ever experienced before. Hoping to shed some insight on these events, we now have Dr. Alexander Kaufman, who's a regular correspondent with the network, a project leader for NASA's Mars rover mission, and serves as an advisor to the administration as well on such matters. Welcome, Dr. Kaufman.、Uh, thank you, Jim. Dr. Kaufman, what do we know so far about these impacts that have been disastrous for virtually every continent on the planet these past few days? And just how do they come about? Well,、uh, in general, the. Consensus has been that、uh, there was a large asteroid that may have broken up some distance from us in space. 
and we have just unfortunately found ourselves in the crosshairs of the fragments, uh, the remnants of this large asteroid. As you know, we endeavor to keep track of near-Earth objects that might pose a threat, but, uh, well, we were completely caught off guard this time. Now, Dr. Kaufman, there are reports from South America that one sample of the meteorite that struck the ground has been identified as Martian in origin, as in from the planet Mars. Do you have any knowledge of these reports? Well, uh, I can't really verify that, but I just... Excuse me, Doctor, but we're receiving an update from our news crew outside the city near one of the larger impact craters. Do we have them? Okay. Well, while we attempt to reestablish the satellite feed, we'll update you with what we know. It seems there's some activity outside one of the meteorites that struck near Baltimore. This is a large chunk of extraterrestrial rock about 80 feet in diameter. Is that correct, Dr. Kaufman? By all accounts, uh, that is correct. And you've theorized that it is perhaps hollow? Yes. Uh, judging from the size and speed that these objects enter the atmosphere and the impact craters themselves, one must surmise the mass of these meteorites would have to be far less than what we initially believed, uh, leading some to speculate. Uh, All right. Apologies once again, Dr. Kaufman, but I'm told our feed is once again intact. So now we go to our news team and Kevin Portman on the scene outside the city. Kevin, there seems to be some chaotic activity taking place. Drop it! Just, just run, run! Just run, goddammit! Jesus! Setting everything on fire! I told you, forget the equipment! Oh, Jesus! Let's get the hell out of here! Run! 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 <sighs> I'm not quite sure what to make of all that, but uh, once again... Uh, it appears we've lost the signal. Uh, obviously, something rather dramatic is taking place at the crater's... Unbelievable. $300 for a friggin' smartphone and I can't take video. Mark! We will certainly pass it Mark? Mark. Will you shut the hell up, for Christ's sakes? What's your problem? There's something going on. Can't you see that? You need to chill out. There's some Valium or Xanax somewhere around here, and you really Take your thumb think about off how... the lens. What? Your thumb. Your phone is just like a camera, Rain. If you're covering the lens, it doesn't see anything. Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's a recording. What do you need the video anyway? I don't know. Just figured if aliens started pouring out of these space rocks or whatever, I could capture them on video. You know, send them to one of those paranormal shows or something. I don't think you've seen the big picture here, Lorraine. What are you talking about? These rocks falling from the sky? This is exactly what happened to the dinosaurs, Lorraine. Soon there's there's not going to be any newscast left to let us know tomorrow is going to be partly cloudy with a 50% chance of Armageddon. Soon a big one is going to come down. Wipe us all out. I told you to lay off that crap. You Makes you paranoid. Do you not see what's going on here? I mean, this is it. Isn't that the scientist from earlier? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shh, shh, shh. Shut it. Shut right it. now, we're receiving multiple reports of some type of very tall, perhaps 100 feet or more, mechanized tripodal machines unfolding and emerging from the interior of the meteorite just outside of Baltimore as well as other locations. This appears to be a synchronized event. If these reports are accurate, Dr. Kaufman, how could something like this have survived the impact with the ground? Well, the short answer is they could not survive the impact. I'm not sure what they're seeing on the ground, but well, that's quite impossible. 
Normally I would agree with you, Doctor, but these reports are coming in from numerous reliable eyewitness sources, and as incredible as it may seem... What's that? I'm told we have video of one of these machines. We're going to put that up momentarily and... Okay, here it is. Holy shit. This is a live image being shot from an overpass by one of our news crews. The machine is about two miles distance from a Highway 26 exit and... Is that two or maybe three more approaching across the horizon? Doctor, what do you make of that? Oh, they're going to make a stew out of us. That's what I make of it. It's extraordinary. They move on three slender legs like some bizarre prehistoric beast. Their movement, though, is so fluid, organized. Would it be safe to say that this clearly is not some form of technology we might be familiar with? Duh! If you're asking if we're looking at something that Chinese or Russians could produce, I, I don't think so. These devices, these machines, appear to be very sophisticated. They're nearing an electric substation, part of the power grid. The leading machine is passing through some high-voltage wires. Uh, Lots of fireworks, but it seems to be unaffected. Will you look at that? Not even slowing it down. The machines are moving northeast, slowly advancing toward the city. They they seem to be... Whoa, it just fried What was that? Son of a bitch, did you The lead machine. It looks like it's expelling some kind of very powerful destructive energy wave. Oh, it's a goddamn laser beam. Death ray, whatever you want to call it. Christ, we've seen it in a million... Shut up, Mark. This is scary. Oh, took out the whole substation. Folks, this is stunning footage. Oh, did you see that? I've never seen anything in all my years. Oh, the lights. Oh, we're screwed. What should we do? What should we do? I don't know. Maybe, maybe get out of here? They're moving on the city. We're, we're right in their path. Highway 26 is what maybe, uh... Uh, ten miles from us? What if they're friendly? Oh, did that look friendly to you? Those things just blew the shit out of that place. Uh, open your eyes. We need to We need to grab some stuff. Pack up the car and, and, and get out of the city. Go, go grab a change of clothes, you know, uh, toothbrushes and stuff. I'll, I'll pack some food, uh, uh, flashlights and, and survival stuff. We live in a city. We don't have survival stuff. Work with me here, will ya? It's like I always told you, Lorraine. The government's... They've been in on this from the beginning. They they knew there were aliens out there. They've been visiting for years, playing this shit ever since Roswell. You saw that on a sci-fi show. Well, it turned out to be true, didn't it? Huh? You said just a few minutes ago that there were no yeah. aliens. Should I pack the suitcase or just a couple of duffel bags? Good lord, I needed to do laundry today. There's not hardly anything clean to wear. I'm just gonna... Hey! I'm just gonna pack your t-shirts, is that okay? Mark? Where the hell did this go? Mark! Mark, what are you doing? There's nothing to do but just run. Run! My boyfriend, he's in my car. He just drove towards Bellwood. Oh, God. He's driving right into them. You'd better come this way. They're not far. 
one of them just a few blocks away. I've got to go back in and get my bag. Forget it. There's no time. Oh, my God. Run! Oh, my God, I see it. Run! Run! I'm still recording. I can get a picture. You're crazy! Get your ass under here! It's coming down the street! Those planes are coming back around. What are you trying to take that thing out? Now get in here, lady! Come on! Everybody, everybody! Come on! Hurry! It's, um, October 21st. We were hiding in this collapsed building right behind me for like 48 hours. This is unbelievable. There's hardly anything left standing. The apartment building we used to stay in, it's completely on the ground. There's a group of National Guardsmen out here passing out food. Thank God. They call them MREs. Not exactly gourmet, but no one seems to mind. We're all starving. The soldiers, they're helping us to evacuate the city, but we have to do it on foot because the roads are completely impassable. There's an enemy machine that's been spotted. We have to move now. What's that? Everyone on your feet. We have to go? These alien tripod machines, they've been taking out everything. Anything that moves. All the big cities are blacked out. No communications at all. Why can't we fight them? Because we have nothing like what they've got. Sons of bitches swat fighter jets out of the sky like they're flies. Our planes can't even keep a missile lock on them. One machine crushed a whole armored division near Philly inside of minutes. How do you fight something like that? There's got to be something we can do. Hey, you want to see something? You got a camera on that phone. I guess you're sort of documenting things. Keeping an account? Well, kind of. I don't know what else to do, really. Tell you what, follow me. Where are we going? Something's over here in the park that needs to be seen. If you can take pictures, well... Well, people need to see what's going on here. Shouldn't we stay with the group? This'll take a second. You with me? Come on. I don't think anybody else has found this yet. What is it? We have to be real quiet, okay? Why? And you'll see, right over this hill. Easy. Stay low behind the shrubs. Okay, right here. Get a shot of this. What kind of red plants are those? I've never seen any. Some kind like. of alien weed. They're seeding this stuff everywhere. It grows overnight. Is that what you wanted me to see? No. Say? Look down into that pit. Oh my god. Oh my god, are those people? Piles of them. They just started digging these pits and collecting bodies, tossing them in there. Some kind of mass graves. I... I don't... I don't want to see this. It's important. People need to know what these bastards are doing. Oh dear lord. Looks like hundreds of them. Yeah. Thousands, maybe. What's that moving inside the pit? Are those men walking on top of no. the... They're not men. Why are they poking and prodding the bodies? Here, maybe I can zoom in a little closer. <gasps> oh my god, what kind of freakish monsters are those? It's the aliens. They move around on 
Some kind of spiky tentacles. Pretty nasty looking, right? Of course, they probably say the same thing about us. Oh god, oh no. They found one. She's still alive. What are they going to do? Oh god. Let me hold the phone. You don't need to see this. I don't even want to hear this. Get back to the group. I'll catch up with you. Oh, I'm going to be sick. Oh god. God, what are they doing? Oh, experimenting on him or... Oh, god. What is that? Some kind of sharp appendage from a big-ass caterpillar-like creature just pierced that poor guy's neck. It's drawing out blood into some kind of pulsating flesh sack. It's... No! Oh, there's blood erupting from a spout on the back of the creature, spraying onto the red weed. It... What the... Oh, shit. I think they spotted me. Jesus! Hey, are you okay? Yeah, I'm alright. Just gonna sit here for a second. Why don't you go in and check out the house? See if there's anything to eat. Sure. I'll be right back. Um, it's been three days since I last recorded anything. We've been on the run for almost the whole time. Corporal Dixon and I are both hungry and exhausted. We got separated from the rest of the group, so now it's just, it's, it's just us. <laughs> Holy shit! <sighs> oh, hi there. Nice to find someone home. We've been trying to put as much space between us and the city as possible on foot. We just came upon this abandoned house in the country. You can still hear the sounds of fighting in the distance. Corporal Dixon thinks it's some kind of big last stand for humanity, but, you know, like one big final battle. And he says there's no way that we can win. Well, I found the kitchen. I hope if he gets some food, he'll perk right up. Not sure that Corporal Dixon has been quite right since we found the pit with all the bodies. He saw something that really shook him up, I think. I try not to think about it. I haven't watched the video that we shot, and I'm not sure that I want to. Looks like some rice aroni, some ramen, a few can- Whoa, something really reeks in here. Oh, Christ. I've just spent the last four hours trying to bury Corporal Dixon. I don't know if I did it right, but there was a ditch here in the back, and, well, I, I did the best I could. Men always seem to leave me behind for some reason. I'm gonna get a complex. Guess I should say a few words for him. For the benefit of his family, you should know that I owe him my life. Certainly, we wouldn't have made it as far out of the city without him. I don't know why he did what he did. There's just so little hope now, and maybe it was my company. Sorry. Awkward joke. I do know that he was a good man, devoted to his family. 
didn't even try to make a move on me, which made me wonder if he might have been gay sometimes, but I'm, I'm sure he wasn't. Oh Christ. One of those tripods is coming over through the trees. Not sure how much longer I can keep up this video journal. There's not much battery left on my phone and I can't sleep. I'm sitting here in the dark with Dixon's gun by my side. I think I may now understand why he took his own life. I just watched the full video and it's... Who's there? Who is it? Better speak up or... Or, or I'll just start shooting! Please, <gasps> put away the gun, miss. S stay right there! You're fire, ma'am. Do you mind if I warm my hands? Who are you? Alexander Kaufman. Rest assured, I mean you no harm. In fact, it's a relief to find you. I was beginning to suspect that I was the last human left. I was starting to think the same thing. I'm sorry. Please come in. Can I get you some food? There's some stuff in the pantry. Yes, I know. Stumbled onto this place myself just the other day. Nicely secluded spot here. Of course, I fear they can likely find us anywhere, though it seems best to travel undercover at night. I know you. <laughs> Don't I? I usually get a call from the networks when there's some celestial news story to milk. That's right. You were on the news the other day talking about meteorites. Seems I've become a bit of a professional talking head. Small world. It's getting a lot smaller, I'm afraid. Uh, and your name is? Lorraine. Lorraine Travers. I was in Baltimore when... when those things started coming through. You're fortunate to be alive. They've laid waste to the entire continent. We're both very fortunate. You, uh... Mind if I stoke your fire? Oh, sure, sure. Where do they come from? Believe it or not, they're Martian in origin. The tripods are some form of biomechanical technology, virtually indestructible, but most of them are organic creatures just like you and I, flesh and blood. I know. I saw them. They're using humans like fertilizer for some kind of horrible red... Plant. Yes, the red weed. Probably was once an indigenous flora from their world. I haven't quite figured out what the aliens use it for, but uh, eh, it grows a hundred times quicker than kudzu. My boyfriend believed that the government knew about this all along. Well, that's partially true. You see, uh, well, uh, I suppose I can tell you this now. With the human race crumbling, government secrets seem trivial. They knew this would happen. Not exactly. A few months ago, the Mars rover located an artifact on the surface of the planet. From the pictures, we knew it was clearly a work of alien technology. Now, we instructed the rover to run a series of tests on the artifact. Unfortunately, this served as something of a tripwire, alerting the aliens to our presence. Perhaps even awoke them from some underground slumber. Dear God. Who knows how long these beings were under the Martian rock. 
They trace the rover's transmissions to our cosmic doorstep. Why just come here to slaughter us? We are an infestation to them, like cockroaches in a pristine home, merely ants under their feet. They've been sleeping for perhaps millions of years under that red soil and woke up to a dead world. Earth was far too juicy a plum to resist. I believe they came here to terraform our planet to their standards, their specifications. And the human race is but a minor inconvenience to them. So this is the end? For all of us? Just a few short months ago, I would have sworn there was no intelligent life on Mars, and now, (laughs) who's to say what the future holds? I uh, see you have your phone there. You've been taking video, recording things? I know it's silly, but I figured if I could keep a record of the events, maybe someone would find it one day. It's ridiculous, right? It's an inspired idea. Would have done the same if my phone hadn't been destroyed in the rush to the countryside. I fear the things my eyes have witnessed, though. uh, It's on battery. Better shut it off. This is Dr. Alexander Kaufman. I have acquired Miss Travers' cell phone and recharged it. Thankfully, I've discovered a portable gas generator that has allowed me to power the cellar. At some point, Miss Travers, I'm sure you'll see this video, so please understand I felt it in your best interest not to reveal just what lies on this table in front of me. No need to fray your already delicate nerves with this. Not having some form of video camera has been a hindrance in documenting this process, so I uh, hope you'll forgive me for borrowing yours as you sleep upstairs. In the interest of science, I felt this was of great importance. The subject is unfortunately beginning to decompose rapidly, as can be viewed by the graying soft tissue. There's really no way to refrigerate the remains, no chemicals or instruments to conduct a proper examination. So, with the limited skills I possess in this field, I've done the best I can. The uh, internal structure of the chest cavity is somewhat similar to that of a human. They appear to have a redundant heart-like organ. Rather useful, I suppose. It makes one wonder what might be an average lifespan for these creatures. The brain is housed and protected by a bony skull-like membrane. I am becoming somewhat concerned as to the toxicity of the alien blood. My vision seems blurry, my mind a bit cloudy at times. It's difficult to know what kind of Martian bacteria might be released, what side effects could result from this exposure. It could also be the stench, I suppose, that it's becoming quite overpowering. In fact, I'm feeling a little lightheaded. This is what the end of the world looks like. So, not what I expected. Dr. Kaufman was kind enough to recharge my phone last night, so that's why I can continue my little video diary. Really, I just needed to get out of the house for a while, though, and clear my head. It's just... Oh my god. Oh my god! Oh, thank god. Ma'am? 
We're not the only ones left. <laughs> no, ma'am. There's plenty of us left. Are you alone out here? No. There's one other. Dr. Kaufman. He's inside. Do you have any news? I mean, we've been cooped up out here hiding. No way to find out what's going on. Actually, there is news. Good news. My unit's been spreading the word to whatever stragglers we could find. You know, refugees from the cities and whatnot. Seems like the aliens are sick. What? All of them. Dying off. Please tell me you're not joking. No, ma'am. They say there's something in their air that doesn't sit well with them. They don't have immunity to the germs we breathe every day or something like that. You know, isn't that crazy? Even the red weed is shriveling up and rotting away. Thank God. The army's been trying to set up camps for all the civilians who've been left homeless. I can give you a lift to the nearest one. It's only about ten miles away. Oh, thank you. That's wonderful. Wait right here and I'll go and find the doctor. Dr. Kaufman! Dr. Kaufman! There's a soldier here! He says it's all over! We don't have to hide anymore! Dr. Kaufman? Are you downstairs in the cellar? Where are you? I have fantastic news! There's no need for us to... Jesus! It stinks down here! It smells like spoiled meat! What is... What is that? Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, God. Dr. Kaufman? Well, what's wrong, my dear? What are you... Dr. Kaufman? What are you doing with that gun? No need to go out this door, Miss Travers. There's nothing you want to see out there. Doctor, it's over. We can go back now. Uh, that's what they want you to believe. I knew it was only a matter of time. A matter of time before they turned us against one another. What are you talking about? Do you honestly believe an alien race as advanced as the Martians would overlook such an important detail? Our atmosphere? The bacteria in the oxygen we inhale? They, they have the technology to travel to another world, yet aren't intelligent enough to examine the atmosphere and discover what deadly microscopic germs might be swimming in the air that we breathe? He said there were camps. Of camps? <laughs> I, I'm sure there are. Uh, they would like nothing more than to round us all up. What better way to do so than create this insidious lie? Use our own people to spread it. What did you do out there? Where's the soldier? I couldn't risk him relaying our position. Oh, God. No. No, please. You've seen the body? No. Down in the basement? No, this isn't happening. My hands have become unsteady. I, uh, Doctor? I need your help. You're very... Sick. You see, there's so much we can learn from them, Miss Travers. Come down the stairs with me and help me document the dissection of this extraordinary creature before it completely rots away. What? We must discover their weaknesses. No, Doctor. I've seen the Martians, and that's... 
That's not a Martian you have down there. What do you mean? Look at the pictures on this wall. I've seen them. A family lived here in this house. I, I don't know what happened to them, but the body you have on that table is not Martian. In fact, it looks a lot like the man in this picture. No. No, no. Well, that's impossible. I, I found that creature dead. Dr. Goffman, you are not well. Maybe it's the stress of all of this. God knows I've doubted my own sanity at times, but you need help. They've gotten to you, haven't they? Please. Crowded your thoughts. Doctor. I knew they would eventually reach into our minds, bend our fragile perception. I'm walking out that door. You can do whatever you want, but I'm leaving. I can't allow that, Miss Travers. Why? Why not? You've been corrupted. They'll use you to find me. Hand over the phone. Doctor. Hand it over. Now, step into the cellar. What are you going to do? I have no wish to harm you, but I can't allow you to disrupt my studies, Miss Travers. After all I brought down on our, our heads, it's... The least I, I can... Uh, the no, Doctor. Least. You're not well. Please. Now don't worry, dear. I'll try to come back for you at some point, but right now, this is for your own good. Dr. Kaufman! Come It's been nearly two weeks now since the alien invasion began. The countryside is, is, is bleak and winter is encroaching. I continue south in, in hopes of escaping their pursuit. But I fear they are always one step behind me. They are learning how to tap into our brains, access our thoughts the way we might log into the Internet. The Martians... They come to me, mostly in dreams now, like ghosts. <laughs> they haunt me. <laughs> it's uh, her again. Clever of them, restoring phone service, spreading their poisonous lies. She thinks I'll come back. <laughs> oh, Miss Travers, you dear misguided girl, so naive, oh, so very naive. Merely their pawn. Uh, this world belongs to the Martians. If you have an AM radio, stay tuned for the latest info on shelter and feeding stations. Utilities are being restored near areas where the power grid was not as hard hit by the Martians. U.S. and nations all over this globe will surely pale in comparison to the human toll in loss of life and the psychological scars of invasion. Noted NASA scientist Dr. Alexander Kaufman was discovered earlier today wandering the ruins of Lynchburg, Virginia, confused and disoriented. Authorities claim he was in possession of a cell phone belonging to a Lorraine Travers from Baltimore, which contained a video diary detailing a harrowing first-hand account of the invasion. Miss Travers' whereabouts and just how Dr. Kaufman ended up with her cell phone remain under investigation. 
In other news, officials continue to warn civilians to stay clear of any and all fallen Martian technology, the armored tripods and other alien devices, as there may be severe radioactive risk associated with these areas. You've been listening to Campfire Radio Theater. Tonight's tale, The War of the Worlds, was based on the novel by H.G. Wells and adapted, produced, and directed for this series by John Ballantyne. Featured in the cast were Shelby Sessler as Lorraine, Joe Stofko as Dr. Kaufman, Jack Kincaid as Dixon, Glenn Haskell as the Baltimore News Anchor, and John Ballantyne as Mark. Also featured were Blaine Hicklin, Julie Hoverson, Teresa Ballantyne, Catherine Ranella, and Scott Spaulding. Music by Kevin McLeod and Setu Numan. Sound design by Tim Holding and John Ballantyne. Additional sound provided by Free Sound Project. Mixing and post-production by John Ballantyne. Visit us at campfireradiotheater.podbean.com and on Facebook at Campfire Radio Theater. Mutual of Audio's Sonic Kingdom. Presented to you by the Mutual Audio Network. The network where we can all listen and imagine. Together. Hi, I'm Perky Marlins. And welcome back to Mutual of Audio's Sonic Kingdom. Last week, we traveled to the wilds of Audio Island, which is in the western edge of that place some call the Bermuda Triangle. We went there to check on the progress of an audio drama producer who we have re-educated into the aspects of surviving in the wilds of the audio podverse. This wild creature, who Jim has named Bobo, has been used by society as a data entry clerk, a bartender, a project manager, an exotic dancer, and a biomedical research subject. The Mutual Audio Network's re-education project gives our young friend an opportunity for a productive life, in Bobo's natural environment, as an audio drama or comedy producer. The rehabilitation of this magnificent, wild, and creative animal includes a chance to reach a wider range of distribution and the extra exposure that brings, along with free production resources and the potential to make some money. Bobo has been hard at work on a first masterpiece, and right now, we can see Jim giving Bobo some feedback on the final mix. That's pretty good, Bobo. I'm just not sure about the choice of background music. It seems to be a bit too... Bobo, no! No, I'm sorry, Bobo! No, don't, don't, don't hurt me, Bobo! <laughs> Artists. Sometimes they can get a bit touchy. Well, Jim knew the job was dangerous when he took it. Join us next week as Mutual of Audio's Sonic Kingdom will visit a pack of voice actors living in the hidden valleys of darkest Nova Scotia. For more information about the Mutual Audio Network, 
go to mutualaudionetwork.com or inquire at mutualaudio at gmail.com. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.